Well, I'm 5'8". So. Oh, I know. You're so tall. I tower over you. Yeah. You have like long gazelle legs too. They are. They take up more than half of my body. Yeah. yeah. Her legs are my body. <laughs> I'm Nina. And I'm Liz. We don't have all the answers. But we do have a bottle of wine and some thoughts. If you're looking for honest musings on life, happiness, health, and wellness, you've come to the right place. We'll even throw in a couple off-the-wall jokes, some personal stories, and of course, some shenanigans. So grab a glass of wine and join the conversation. Hey guys, welcome to a new episode of the podcast. Today, me and Liz are talking to our dear, dear friend, Sam Oliver, who- Fried eggs and Sam. Fried eggs and Sam on Instagram, who we met naturally through me creeping on Instagram. But I'm and then- so glad because- me too. I, as soon as I met her, I was like, true friends. Why we do this. This is why this happens. We met her in person after she came to one of our live events here in Columbus and we went out to dinner. She was so cool. She's like, yeah, I'll come out to dinner with you guys. And we started chatting, got to know each other mm-hmm. and have been friends ever since. And now she lives in Columbus. So me and her hang out all the time. And you work together. And we work together and at you live by each other. The like, studio. Very we're legit neighbors. We live down the street. So naturally, I was like, we need to get you on the podcast. And she also has a, such a cool story to tell. She's such a positive, light-filled person. In this episode, we drop like th- Liz drops two really good things you can do to boost. I don't even know what it is. Let's boost your self-esteem. Like such good things. Just little things that I do that make me a little happy inside. Make me a little happy (laughs) inside. Thanks for Liz. Sam drops some things as well. And it's just, yeah, I feel like this is a pretty good inspirational episode if you're needing that in your life right now. Definitely. Before we get started, because we record in advance, we actually don't know if our (laughs) rebrand has been unveiled yet. We don't know. (laughs) But we'd love your feedback if it has, if you like it, if it hasn't, if you're excited. Just... Just drop us a little line. Yeah. So if you guys haven't seen on Instagram, uh, we are changing up Wine and Shine. And that's not mm-hmm. just in the colors. We are changing our name. At this point, it might be changed because uh, we are recording this in advance. But we would love, 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 like Liz said, to hear from you. Like, what are your thoughts on that? Wine and it Shine? It was a hard choice for us, but I think the right choice. It was. We don't drink wine, guys. We don't drink wine. Never. Sometimes. Sometimes. More I think likely that's in our tea. bio. Sometimes we drink wine. More often we don't. Right. I've got a LaCroix here that I recorded with. Like that's more like likely. Nice. Yeah, yeah. And I think also when people see wine and shine, I wonder if they don't know what we're about. You know, and I feel like we've evolved. We've mm-hmm. evolved in the two years that we've recorded together. We are not the same girls at all no. that we were two years ago. Oh my God. The first episodes. Oh gosh. Yeah. First episodes totally different. I mean, we're doing different things. We're in different careers. We're in different mindsets. We're in different locations. Like so much has happened in two years. If you're an OG fan, thanks for sticking with us for so long. Yes. Thank you so much. Yeah. But (laughs) yeah, let us know what you guys think about that rebrand and we would be happy to hear your thoughts. Well, I don't want to delay. I want them to hear all of the The Sammy goodness, wisdom, the Sammy goodness. Yeah that Sam has to give. So without further ado, to use your favorite expression. Without further ado, (laughs) let's get into this episode with Sam Oliver. I'm so pumped about this episode because I am talking, well, we are talking to our good friend, Sam Oliver, also known as Fried Eggs and Sam. which (laughs) is The best name on Instagram. The most creative name. (laughs) I feel like a child of it, but I love it. No, what made you even come up with that? That's so cute. Um... Well, I, so I had a meeting with my business slash life coach and she was like, Hey, I think it's a really great idea since you want to move more into like the health and wellness and food world. If your name on Instagram kind of, you know, went alongside of that. And I was like, okay, what do I name myself? Yeah. <laughs> Cause I was just, you know, my actual name on Instagram and it was my personal one that I was kind of flirting with making my business one. And I was at my friend's house in California and she was like, green eggs and Sam. And I'm like, no, that's not happening. Yeah. That's my dad always would recite to me. It was like the hammy Sammy, green eggs and Sam, green yeah. eggs and ham. And so she's like, you love fried eggs though. You should be fried eggs and Sam. So it's definitely 100% Allie's fault that oh, I am fried eggs interesting. and Sam. My God. In my head, I thought green eggs and ham this whole time. And I'm only now realizing <sighs> that that's not... Like, I know that's not what it is. But in my head, I was like, oh, fried eggs and Sam. Like, the Dr. Seuss book. Got it. 
<laughs> and like, I'm just now realizing that's not, it's definitely not, not the book. No. Yeah, but played off of the book. Exactly. It was, re- well, what I think's funny is in my head, I was saying like friggin' Sam the yeah. whole time. I was like, friggin' Sam. <laughs> like what a powerful friggin Instagram Sam. name. And then I looked at it closer and I was like, fried eggs and Sam. <laughs> Some people are like seeing it as like a nursery room and others are like, she's a badass. I know, right? <laughs> like, and yeah. whichever one you choose, it's fine by you. <laughs> it's like both sides of my personality. <laughs> I love that. So just so our listeners know, we became friends because of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Which so, is amazing. Which is amazing because... Well, I think Actually. there's a two... No, there's a two, two-way two street because I reached out to you first yes. a long time ago. Because of a mutual friend that we have. Jordan, Jordan Younger. Younger. Yeah, so yeah. Balanced Blonde. Uh, we both listened. I went to her... Inst- well, you were in the group. Her mm-hmm. group. What's her group called? Oh my God, I don't remember. It's on Facebook. She has a couple different ones, but it was, yeah. her, it was her Facebook one. And yeah. you had started thinking about doing... Well, actually, no, you had already started the health coaching process I did. and you announced it. And I must have like liked it or commented and on it or something. And then I found you on Instagram. Yeah. And then totally did the Instagram creep and you're like, hey, oh my gosh, we're both from Ohio. I know. I saw that. <laughs> I saw that she listened to Jordan. I saw that she was from Ohio. And I thought, I'm going to reach out to this girl because clearly I find my friends through Instagram. Which is totally fine. And then, <laughs> then you must I have started... I not successfully found an Instagram friend. What? I ride you... the coattails of Nina's Instagram <laughs> friend. You just have to be brave. I met with my food blogger friend and your friend too, Jessica Kapuza. Yeah. And we were meeting today. We have a fun project coming up, but we were talking about how we met on Instagram. And it was just literally because she moved to Columbus was trying to find friends in Columbus. And we met through the blogger world via Instagram. And now we're friends too. How did you guys meet? Same way? Um, I think it was the discovery tab in Instagram. Like you had liked one of her pictures or oh. something. Actually, I don't even know if it was you. It might've been something else. But I just remember being like, I'm in Columbus now. I need all new Columbus friends. Yeah. She likes food and so do I. And, and so we're I in Columbus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, Liz. And this is actually perfect for you since you just moved. I know. Can I put out, first of all, I need to put out a request to anyone in the Akron or Cleveland area. If there's someone listening, be my friend. Like, we should be friends. <laughs> I yeah. can be your friend. My name is Liz Garster on Instagram. I don't have a cool Insta handle. That's okay. You, you know, people are leaning towards just their name yeah. anyway. Yeah. So you might be ahead of the game on that by just I'm being a Liz Garster. You're a trendsetter. You are a trendsetter. No. So then when me and Liz did a event here in Columbus, you came to it. Yep. And that's, I think, when we officially became it friends. Is. That was the first live podcast. And yeah. I had just come back from somewhere. California? Barcelona. I don't remember. I think I have a feeling it was either California or Spain. I don't remember which one, but because you were like, oh my gosh, I'm so surprised that you're here. And it was like one of those awkward, almost. IRL. IRL in real life. Yeah, but it felt like like an awkward first date where you're like, hi, I'm Sam. Like, hi, I'm Nina. And I was like, wow, she is so much smaller in person. Everybody that meets me in person. Everybody. Uh, Yeah, Liz, I feel like because you've known me since we were 18. I think you forget how short I am. But now that we're apart, now that you live so far away and you don't see me all the time, you're going to come back and be like, damn, you're short. Like you're going to remember. I remember I, when Nina told me her height, that was one of the first things she told me when we met. She's like, oh, I'm four nine. And in my head, I like did the math wrong real quick. And I was like, oh, well, I'm like five two. And that's just three inches shorter. Like I forgot it's 12 inches in a foot, not 10. Yeah. Yeah. So then when I did see you for the first time, I was like, ooh, I like immediately realized the miscalculation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like you stand next to me and you are very, very a shocked. monster. Right. Well, I'm 5'8". So. Oh, I know. You're so tall. I tower over you. Yeah. You have like long gazelle legs too. They are. They take up more than half of my body. Yeah. yeah. Her legs are my body. <laughs> <laughs> Which is. Oh man, what a sight we must be walking down my street. <laughs> I know. And it, and we hang out. We've hung out a couple of times with just Cody. Like when yeah. we went to. Yeah. And so yeah. it's like two tall people. And then and they're a small child. And they're a small child. Oh. Yeah. Which oh. is me. But not. Not. But not. Okay, so let's anyway. get into yeah, Liz, Liz making it awkward <laughs> over the screen. So let's get into your story a little bit because you weren't always into food blogging. 
mm. and blogging, right? So how did you get like, into it? Not like out loud. Yeah. It was always like a quiet, like a little secret that I kept to myself. I feel like I've had a blog for like before 10 it was years. Cool. <laughs> yeah. You had a blog before it was the yeah, cool thing to I do. did like Tumblr and I had like, I don't know what it was, like Word. Did you have Live Journal? No, I didn't have Live Journal. Did you have Z? What's one that started with an S? Zanga. Zanga. My cousin told me to get Zanga and I was like, no. And I got Tumblr. So that's where the cool kids were at anyway. But back then it wasn't. Like now you see them all over Instagram, like the funny little things on Tumblr that the trolls Mm -hmm. put out there. But back then it was just like my own little, like I would repost images and like write little like sad letters out loud like to myself were you super emo when you were younger yeah I was so emo because I feel like only the creatives were the ones who were like I'm gonna get a Zanga like nobody understands me yeah yeah so I decided probably two years ago to make it public and that's when I had only two years ago yeah no way that's when I made uprooted table and I like put it on Instagram. I put it on Facebook. I just blasted it everywhere. And I was like, this is who I am. Love me. Out like so out loud. And I got really, really, really into it. Uh, Not necessarily with the blogging side of it, but keeping up with the Instagram side of things because I was like, it was like instant. You know, with blogging, you write a post. Sometimes people comment. Sometimes people read it, but you don't know. I know. That's what's so hard about blogging. It's so behind the scenes. It isn't until you are a, a huge blogger. Mm-hmm. Like a huge blogger that you actually get, I I think, real life interaction. Yeah, that's what's even, hard. Even then though, like I love Minimalist Baker. And yeah, her, me too. her blog is fantastic. But I feel like most of her traction doesn't necessarily come from people commenting on the recipes. It comes from people um, asking questions about her social media and her business side of things because her and her husband like started their business from the ground up. Wow. And so they have all that information. They have like a social media school of some sort through their same Minimalist Baker website. And I feel like that's where the traction comes from because people Mm. will go on and I've seen it so many times and I do it myself. Like, I don't want to read the story. I just need the recipe. Like, don't don't give me the story. Give me the recipe. We and Liz talk about that all the time. So I kind of let the blog of Uprooted Table calm down a little bit, which was fine. I mean, I was still writing maybe once or twice a week. I write no times. I write like once a month. Really? Yeah. Sometimes that works But I'm not though. a writer. Like, I don't identify myself as a writer. Mm. I identify myself as more, well, like podcasting. Yeah. Like I'm conversational. But yeah, like I, it's hard. Yeah. But some people, like you are a great writer. Liz. Liz. Yeah. You just need to write because- I do. You, are you a magician with words? Listen to, if you go to our Instagram- you'll see like the one out of the 18 posts that Liz wrote. And <laughs> you'll, ve- you'll very quickly be able to be like, that is so beautifully eloquent mm. and sad. And you're like, oh yeah, Liz wrote it. Uh, I'm over here like, you know, what if you like voice recorded your thoughts and like convert, like converse them out? You are the look. second person to tell yeah. me that. Somebody else told me that. They told Sometimes me to they need to do that. Speak it out mm-hmm. and then write it. Mm-hmm. Well, I know a lot of actual like fiction and like even nonfiction writers who will like book their you know house in Nantucket or something for a week and they will bring their ghostwriters with them and they'll just start talking. And I the ghostwriters just write. And then they all get together and they have this big, it's like a brain dump from the author and then everyone that's writing, they get together and that's how they piece the book together. Oh so, my gosh. I would love to write yeah. a book one day. And, and that's the way to do it. That's the way for me yeah, to do it. I think so. 100%. Okay, so you stopped writing on Uprooted Table and then you just focused mainly on the Instagram? Mm-hmm, yeah. But I also, at that point, was having this issue with, which I mean, I feel like a lot of people who are trying to like make it in the Instagram world oh, have. so hard. Where it's a constant checking your Instagram. Why don't I have this many likes? Did I hashtag it wrong? Why don't people follow me? Blah, it's blah, blah. It's because it's that immediate gratification mm-hmm. thing. And yeah. so you don't realize it I'm at fault too. You get addicted. And like, Liz, I think you start to feel that and you hate it so much that you shut it down. But I feel like me and you are very similar, Sam, in that it's like, okay, well, I don't want to be thinking about this, but it's like, where's the like? Or mm-hmm. where's this? And now I need to comment. Or they com- did, did I get a comment yet? Right. It, you know, it's you can't help it. Too many questions. Right. And it, honestly, like at the end of the day, it's supposed to be fun, right? Exactly. Like it's supposed to be this awesome place where you can share how you're feeling, share a picture of food, share something about your great city. And connect with other people. And if they want to connect, that's awesome. And if they don't, you still put it out there. Yeah. Like that's how it should be. But that's not how I was looking at it. And I took like a week off. I didn't post. I didn't even have the app on my phone. And that's I was a good like... cleanse. Yeah. Just delete. For anybody. Even if yeah. you're not a blogger, health coach, whatever. It's like delete your app mm-hmm. sometimes. 
Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I do that with Facebook too. I'm yeah. listed as my sister. But I just was like, okay, well, you know, this week wasn't that bad. Like the first two days, I was like, oh, I should have taken a picture of that bagel or like yeah. whatever. <laughs> but Blogger, blogger <laughs> thoughts. Right, right. <laughs> like hashtag blogger. Yeah. But I was like, okay, you know what? I think maybe I'll just focus on like posting when I want to post, not at like 8.30 every morning and 7.45 every yeah. night and hashtagging it properly this way. I was like, I'm just going to post how I want to. And so I got rid of Uprooted Tables Instagram and I just made my personal Instagram a little mix of both things. Mm-hmm. And that's where Fried Eggs and Sam started. And then you just changed the name of your yep. personal Instagram. And I just kind of made it my full brand yeah. in general. I love that. Yeah. And then you... So, but you also... You had a full-time job mm-hmm. when you moved to Columbus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was the apartment guru. Yeah. I was getting people into luxury A-plus communities. Yeah. And then <laughs> you were like, this just isn't for me. Yeah. So one thing I wanted to talk about was when I first met you, the the thing that draw, drew me to you the most was how positive you were. Like, mm. you're just like, this is how it is. And this is what I'm doing. And I'm going to do this. And it didn't seem like you had as much fear as I did. And so that's why I was like, can we meet for coffee? <laughs> She's like, a former emo. Yeah, she like right. got out all the sadness uh, in her emo years. Yeah. You, you think, so she, right? she got it out on Tumblr in high school and then let all the sadness out. So uh, can you talk a little bit to that? Like, Because you had your full-time job and then you just quit. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. Well, so I will say that's definitely not something that I've had for that long. Mm. I probably... I can't really date back to when I started to just like do what it was that I felt I needed to do. But I know when it comes to jobs and careers, if I don't feel like I'm in the right space, I can't be there any Mm -hmm. longer. Um, I don't think it's one fair to myself and my time. I could be doing so many other different things, whether it be writing or looking for a different job or even like just working in a coffee shop. Like I love... Doing whatever feels right for me. Well, I uh, haven't always just been like, got to go for it. But I've always known that if I don't feel connected to something, I need to not be in it. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I kind of just took that and continued on with it. So I've always definitely been a person who like overly apologizes and is a people pleaser. And girl, teach me how to get rid of that. It's Mm -hmm. hard, right? It's It's hard hard. because you feel guilty almost all the time. And Mm -hmm. I was just really sick of feeling guilty for things that I knew I wanted and I knew I deserved. And I just kind of, I don't know. There's like, go ahead. It's almost like, and Liz, we've talked about this. I feel like it's almost when you get to that point where you're like, this is so not what I want anymore. And I cannot for one more second live through it. Mm -hmm. Like it's like where you finally decide that you're worth you're worth it. Like you yeah. are worth the time and the creativity and this life that you want. Mm-hmm. But it's, it takes us all different timings to get to that point. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like you probably, I don't know if you got to where I like feel like I'm starting to get where you start seeing everyone else just go for what they want and have no regrets about it. And mm-hmm. you're like, I need to do that. Like mm-hmm. I need to just be a little selfish because my version of selfish is not selfish. Mm-hmm. It's just advocating for what I want. Mm-hmm. Right. And I feel like too, a lot of things that I was reading, you know, a few years ago when I was struggling with that feeling, what were people who were like, oh, well, you know, you work from the bottom and you get to the top, you know, you have to, you have to grind, you have to hustle. hustle. And I just think that's bullshit. I it don't is. think you need I to have all of that. 100%. I think you need to just go after what you want. And if, you get there and you're like, awesome, this is great, but it's not what I wanted. Okay, switch directions. Go to something else that you want. Well, and what you just said is huge because the reason we stay stuck in what we're doing is because we're afraid of making a mistake. Mm -hmm. Like the anxiety I had quitting my job, it took me months to go down to, more than months, it took me like a year to go down to my principal. I knew at the beginning of the year I was not going to come back. I knew. Mm -hmm. It took me till April. Mm -hmm. And it's the fact that I don't want to, like, what if I do this? It's not what I want to do. And I have to go back. But who flipping cares? And now that I'm in it and I've been doing it for a few months now, I know so much in my core that I made the right choice. And I'm like, you know what? If it's not the health coaching, it could be event planning. Exactly. It could be podcasting. It could be theater. I mean, I'm auditioning for shows again. It's like, it doesn't matter. I'm living a life of creativity. Mm -hmm. And I think if you frame it that way, like you don't have to quit 
what you're doing right now and go straight to the other thing and have that be your life's work. You know, our life is meant to be winding and weaving. And I think if you stay in something for way too long, it might just be out of comfort. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. And I'm from a really small town where that's a very true thing. And honestly, Liz, especially like you might be able to connect this with this one is I looked around at that small town and I was like, I don't want my life to look like any of these people's lives. Mm-hmm. And the only way that I can not be where they are is by doing the opposite of what they did. <laughs> and they stayed home. They took over their parents' farm or they got a job at the local store, or which is totally fine. And sometimes that's exactly what people need. I grew up with a girl that, who yeah, all fine. she wanted, all she wanted in life was to be a mom, to have babies, mm-hmm. to grow up and grow her kids up in the home that she grew up in. And I think that's beautiful. And I think that that's totally okay and wonderful. But, but it wasn't, just for, wasn't you. for me. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, well, what does that mean? That means try different places. Uh, I moved to California for a few months and I loved it, but I just kept feeling Ohio calling me back. And so I came back. And I think a lot of people, especially like in their 20s, and people who maybe are from a small town where a lot of people see what you're doing all the time. Mm-hmm. I was the biggest thing that I was afraid of at first was getting out there and then being like, this isn't what I want. And And then coming back and then being like, oh, there goes Sam again. Yes. Not knowing what she wants out of life. Oh boy. And I just sat with myself and I was like, well, what does that matter? And who cares? What does their opinion... It's not to judge your journey. But but you know what? Even if they do, like that's their problem. That's not my issue. And that is such an awareness that pe- that it's hard to get to that point because we grow up serving others mm-hmm. and I think neglecting ourselves. Like all three of us are recovering people pleasers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Still people pleasing, you know? Yeah. And it takes, and you care about what other people say. I think when you're a naturally empathetic person, yeah. like I will say that I, my husband is not a naturally empathetic person and it's bad and it's good. Mm-hmm. He can cut off emotions. He can cut off what other people think. And that's a good thing sometimes, but it also is hard when you when it's hard for you to connect. But when you are like us, you it's so hard not to care. It is. It's just you you do. You let it affect like way, way, way too deep in your soul. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, oh, and then was, are you living for yourself or are you living for everyone else? That's the deepest question. I mm-hmm. think that we all should ask ourselves. Like, are you doing this for you or are you doing it for them? If you're doing it for them, that's not the right answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's something that I uh I'm still teaching myself and I'm still trying to remind myself of every day. And I do have those moments where I'm like, I argue with myself in my head all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and at the end of it all, it's it's just, okay, well, what's going to make me the happiest and the step closer to where I see myself mm-hmm. and what I'm, you know, what I'm manifesting, what I'm wanting to bring in. Is this going to get me closer to that? Or is this, I mean, really, if it's not getting me closer, it's just making me stagnant. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. And I also, I just want to touch on, like you said, with the people that stay in their town or whatever, that is not a problem at all. Mm -mm. It's just, again, when you ask that question, like, am I doing this for me? Yes. And that's what you're you're meant to do. Like, I do. I do think it's important to leave Mm -hmm. where you grew up because I feel like in order for you to grow, you do need to be not, not be around the people who watched you grow up your entirety. Mm -hmm. Right because their perspective is going to be obviously just somewhat limited to mm-hmm. where they're at. Which well, it's is kind of pushed normal. upon you too. Like, mm-hmm. you know, your next door neighbor who's known you since you were two could maybe never see you as something getting than- a nose piercing and starting a blog. Yeah. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? They're yeah. like, well, why aren't you working at the pharmacy? <laughs> like, so uh, yeah, I think it's you were in your to pretty face. to grow. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Cody have talked about What's that. that on your nose? A lot. <laughs> Like leaving is so, it, and it doesn't happen for everybody, but if I would never have gone to Columbia, I mean, I've just lived in Ohio, so mm-hmm. I haven't gone anywhere cool, like New York Ohio's or California. Cool. Ohio I is love Columbus. So cool. Everybody knows this. Like I'm a big Columbus fan. Also, Cleveland is like getting crazy. Liz is going to bring Akron. Akron's actually up and coming too, isn't it's it? working on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Liz is at the forefront of that one. But Gosh, look at you just trendsetting all trendsetting over, over the place. Um, but I feel like if I would have never left for college or whatever, the person that I was in high school is not nearly the person mm-hmm. I've grown into. Yeah, you have to Maybe leave Maybe it's just new grow. experiences too. Oh yeah, people, new experiences. I mean, God, every single day you meet somebody new that just 
opens you up even more. Yeah. Or like introduces you to something that you were like, whoa, Mm -hmm. really? If you don't experiment with things, try new things, go new places, whatever, you're never going to open up that. I honestly feel like it's a creativity box. That's what I feel with myself. I don't know if you guys can relate to that, but it's like once you start chipping away at it, Mm -hmm. then other things start to unfold. And I feel like I get more creative just because I learn more. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. No, I fully agree. If you're not going to move, maybe vacation. Oh, yeah. I think vacationing is the best. And Airbnb it. So that way you can stay in different neighborhoods and see where you want to live. Airbnb (laughs) is the best. That's what I do. Yeah. (laughs) So now that you are in this full time, like you're all all in. Mm -hmm. um, Well, you also work at Lit With Me, Mm -hmm. which is amazing. (laughs) The little yoga studio right by our apartment. So zen. It's so zen and so peaceful. All of my worries go away as soon as I walk in. I know. It's so calming. If you're in the area, come see us. Your first class is free. Yeah. Just put in the lip plug in. But you work you work at lit, but then you're also doing all of this stuff. So how do you find that you're balancing all of these creative passions? Mm. Is it hard or are you just kind of going with the flow with it? Truthfully, even though after leaving my nine to five, I have less time to myself now since I'm doing, I'm serving, I'm working events and I'm working at lit full time. Yeah, Um, (laughs) which is funny. (laughs) Yeah, it's a lot. So I have have three jobs. Yeah. One's full time and two are side. And then my like, I guess, I don't know, side job thing of this blog and Instagram. Um, You know what? I want to make a note of that for, for a second. It actually is quote unquote, we would call it your side hustle because Mm -hmm. you work full time Mm -hmm. at the yoga studio. And I think a lot of times we have conversations with people that they're like, this isn't what I do full time. Mm-hmm. This isn't what I do full time. Why I'd do love keep- to. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, you can make it happen. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. I find little moments. And honestly, when I was doing ni- the nine to five, well, nine to seven, um, <laughs> I, I had less time to myself, it felt like. Even mm-hmm. though I had more time, I was exhausted. I would come right. home and I was just like, oh my gosh. Okay. Dinner or work out, then dinner, then then watch something on Netflix, Mm -hmm. then go to sleep and wake up and do it all over again. And I was Mm -hmm. like, this is draining. Not what I wanted. But I thought that it was what I was supposed to want. That I needed that nine nine to five or that full-time like big kid job to show whoever. I think it was honestly to show myself like, hey, maybe it was to show myself, hey, this isn't what you actually want. But I, I I needed to do it. To know you moved, like did it? Did you get the job? You moved, and then you're like, I'm gonna get my full time job in Columbus, or did you get the full time job and then move to Columbus? <laughs> I actually, <laughs> I do this uh, where I just move places, and then I'm like, I'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, that's something um, I, Cody would do, but I can't. I'm so. <laughs> I was looking at apartments. Well, it's not weird. It's, yeah, it's actually normal. <laughs> yeah, I'm the weird one in this conversation. Yeah, I uh, I was like, Mom, I'm moving to Columbus, and she's like all right, where are you going to work? And I was like, I don't know, but I want to go look at apartments. Yeah. <laughs> and so Wait, I was how like, do you get an apartment if you don't have a job yet? Well, I, I was, you had to. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you definitely oh. do. <laughs> I was looking at apartments with uh, the same company that I ended up being hired into. Mm, and that's kind of how it worked. Oh. Yeah. But again, yeah. it's like one of those, whatever you put your energy towards, it's oh. 100% going to come back to you. And I oh, will yeah. preach that forever and ever. Amen. Like people might not be into the whole universal thing or spiritual, whatever, mm. God, but I'm, it's science to me. Mm-hmm. If you put your energy and your thoughts towards something, mm-hmm. it is going to happen. It may not happen exactly how you thought. You know what I mean? But your You'll energy will it. lead to... Mm-hmm. Yeah, people talk about manifestation. It's like, oh, I'm going to manifest this. Y- you are. You do. Like just putting a thought But you're doing the work. Even if you don't think... Like some people think manifesting is like this process where you have to like say something 25 times yeah. and do like this weird little chant and like maybe spin around the and room. And just like hope for the best. Yeah. <laughs> but honestly, whatever you put your thoughts towards, whether it's good or bad, you manifest it mm-hmm. in some form or way or how. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly mm-hmm. what I did with that job. And then you I got- ask real quick, like yeah. in manifestation, because I recently like, I've told Nina this, like I have for a long time confused being a positive person and being a nice person. Like I always thought because I smiled at people and was super friendly and like people pleaser that that meant I was a positive person, which is actually not true. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I've manifested lately. I'm realizing like, I feel like since I've had this negative mindset for a long time that I've like, things aren't happening for me because I'm manifesting that negativity. Mm -hmm. So how, like, what would you recommend? Because I know like you do a lot of 
positivity <laughs> and yeah. happiness, wonderful things. <laughs> How would you recommend bringing, like manifesting positivity when maybe that's not your default? Because I really mm-hmm. do think that people are either defaulting towards pessimism or optimism. I'm and for you. me... I feel like pessimism for me is like always a self-protection thing. It's like, Mm -hmm. oh, well, if I can just assume this happen, then I can... Biological. Yeah. It is biological. Your body is wants to keep you safe. Your brain is wired to think negatively. It honestly is. It's like, I want to be... Fear is a safety net. Totally. I mean, if you think back to like when cavemen were around, like fear was their safety net. Yeah. That's how they stayed alive. Don't go out after dark. You will die. Like that's... (laughs) A thing. This is why we are and afraid so, of the dark yeah. so many years like, later. It's a hardwired thing. And yeah. So it's not unnatural for you to feel like that. But I guess my first question would be... Well, actually, my first thing I would say would be congratulations for recognizing that. I know. Because I think that is a beautiful I'm thing. You, I'm in this wretched place where I know where <laughs> I have the awareness. I love are you that laughing you said at my wretched. Yeah, I'm in this wretched it. place. <laughs> I love it. I went back to emo Tumblr days, which I also had. <laughs> yeah. It was emo live journal yeah. days. Where like, I know I have the awareness and I I see like the light and where the way things could be. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't know how to get from point A to point B in a way that's not, I don't know how to get there. Do you think if you start unpacking the reasons why you can't get to the light at the end of the tunnel, it sounds so cheesy. Do you think if you start unpacking those reasons, you are going to bring up a lot of shit you don't want to bring up? I mean, probably, yeah. So, okay, let's get let's get like a, a solid example. Well, your financial coaching. Oh, yeah, yeah, which I... Which I want you to do so badly because oh, I really want to be bomb. your first client. Yeah, me too. But listen, And I've texted I, you about this and then you didn't text me back. I did, but I thought you did. She's like, but I'm really bad with my phone. You didn't. Um, She's so bad with her phone. Don't take it personally. (laughs) I remember her telling me that. No, I signed up. I have a program that I'm starting in September. Oh my God. Wait, you're running a program? No, I'm learning. Oh, sorry. Oh my gosh. I was like, that's a good step. No, that's a good step. Yeah. I'm just trying to, right now I'm like working through like getting knowledge. So, So you are somebody like me who needs like, all of the reasons why to and why not to, and then you make a decision. Is that what I'm hearing? Okay. So what I would do is I would tell yourself, okay, I have all the why I shoulds and why I should not tos. And I still really want this. So I'm just going to jump. And every single time that I get freaked out or frustrated, I'm going to close my eyes and say, I choose love. I choose love. I choose love. And that... for me? Oh, yeah. I mean, oh my gosh. It is such a magical thing to just tell yourself like, I know I'm doing this for me and I know love is going to come right back at me because I'm doing this for me. Yeah, it's the energy thing. And the universe might not gift me right this second, but it's coming (laughs) and it's going to be beautiful. (laughs) And it's just like this amazing feeling just knowing like... You trust. You let down your guard. I'm putting myself and what I want and my needs actually first Mm. Uh in something that matters to me. And I'm recognizing it because I am freaked out and I know I'm freaked out and the world knows I'm freaked out. It's okay to be freaked out. But I choose love. I choose love. I choose love. I'll start there. Yeah. And honestly, say it out loud. Say it until you believe it. Until you have a smile on your face. That's what I tell people. Say it until you have a smile on your face. That's a shamanic thing. If you guys don't follow Shaman Durek, he he's a lot sometimes, but <laughs> it's called wording yourself up. Yeah. And so yeah. you just say, like, um, I was listening to a podcast on that so retrograde, and you and you, you know, followed along with them. And it's like, I am love, I am light, I am love, I am love, I am light, I am this, I am that, I am this, I am that. And then towards the end of it, and you don't go in having any preconceptions. Mm-hmm. You just start saying these things like, okay, whatever, whatever, whatever. But then you really do start to feel this rising mm-hmm. in you. And I think mm-hmm. that's where affirmations come from. And I know mm-hmm. that's why people are like, but I can't look at myself in the mirror, for example, and be like, you are beautiful. If you I don't, don't feel that way. I do that with my affirmations. Yeah. It doesn't need to be that. It feels like fake to me fake. when exactly. I'm doing that. Yeah. But if you're just like, I am love. I am love. I'm born from light. Like I am, I'm energy. I am just mm-hmm. like start saying words that make you feel good, mm-hmm. that feel sort of ring true to you. And I think it's a vibrational thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I am going to send you a book, Liz. That has helped oh. me a lot. So That would be wonderful. Yes. Have you read anything by Miss Gabby Bernstein? I have 
What's the one, Nina? What's the one? The universe has your back? Yes. Which one are you talking about? The universe has your back. Oh, gosh. Why have I not given it to you yet, Liz? No, I have it. Oh, Have you read it? Did. I want to say it's one of the books on my Kindle. I have at any given time like 10 books that that are hard book. Yeah. So I'm a big, big, big fan of having the actual paper in your hands. I think there's something something magical about putting pen to paper and there's something magical about reading somebody else's pen to paper and like touching it. Mm -hmm. You know what I also like about that is I have I always have a highlighter or a pen with me and I feel like it's sort of do you hate people that I write can't books? Do that. I can't oh. Do that. So there's an opposite, but I love <laughs> just draw like circling words or underlying words or writing a note to myself. I almost feel like it's a guided thing. Like it's just I let down my guard and it's like my book. So I'm just going to write whatever I want in it. That's why I don't like sharing books sometimes though cuz I'm mm-hmm. like it's my diary. Like don't look at the words I circled. I recently started reading a book. It's written by a financial therapist. So mm. it's like, ooh. But I, I'm really into voice memos lately, guys. I feel yeah. like that's my jam. What do you mean? Um, well, as I was reading the book, because it's a library book and I couldn't do that. Oh. Um, also, I have this, like, I could pull up right now around me. There's like a million pieces of paper with words. It'll be like orange juice. And that's all it'll say. And I'll be like, what does that mean? I don't remember orange juice. Like, that's my note-taking style. It's stupid. Why did I read orange juice? <laughs> the voice memos, though, I like would read some. And when something would... I kept it basically like an ongoing voice memo. So like I'd read something that's and then brilliant. like I'd be struck with inspiration or be like, oh, I could write about this or oh, I could learn more about this. And I would like be like, yeah, this is making me think blah, 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 blah. And then I'd pause it. Mm-hmm. So, Liz, like, that's have, brilliant. I, I like, like want to do it right now. Mm-hmm. I don't have anything well, to voice. Well, we're talking to the mm-hmm. lovely Sam. You should do that on this interview right now. <laughs> also be voice memoing. Voice memoing the things <laughs> so, that I love that you say. Oh my gosh. On the side. So but much it's, I mean, so ba- basically I can look back and I have like, it's probably like 15 minutes, like where I read for an mm-hmm. hour one day and I have 15 minutes of just like stuff I said. And I was like, I knew I could go back and like get blog post ideas or something. Yeah, like that. that's awesome. I yeah. love that. I actually do something kind of similar. My uh, my business coach was helping me with. So she said, because I was struggling, I was having this moment of like, nothing's happening how it should be. And blah. I was like, you know, my, one of a freak out moments. And she's like, mm-hmm. I want you to write down 20 things that you want, but you already have. And I was like, okay. And she said, and I want you to write down a certain amount. Like she didn't give a specific amount, but she said, you know, an amount of things that you want, but don't yet have. I was like, okay. She said, now I want you to record yourself saying these things. I said, okay. And so I have this list of 20 things that I wanted before I moved down to Columbus. You know, I wanted a rooftop view and I wanted a great circle of friends and an apartment that I could afford. <laughs> and, you know, this list of things. And it really helps because you're like, oh my gosh, I wanted all these things and, and, I, now, and I have all these things. That's so cool. And mm-hmm. then I say these five things later that I also want but don't yet have. And they're five things compared to the 20. Those were those five things, or those 20 things were in that stage of five totally. how many months ago? And now I have right. them. So it's like a reminder. So that's something too, like another form of, I mean, affirming and yeah. and gratitude kind of all in the same. It's because because we're wired to think negatively, that's what plays in our head, especially if you do lean towards pessimism, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, that's what leans, that's what's in your head yeah. most of the time. So you have to remind yourself that you've already achieved all of the good things. Now mm-hmm. you're just not thinking about them. Because mm-hmm. once you yeah. achieve them, you want to move on. So what's your brain? Because that's also part of being a human. You always want to keep moving towards whatever goal you have. So you always are looking towards the lack. Like, what don't I have? What do yeah. I need uh-huh. to achieve? Yeah. Let's remember what we have. Like, right. it's a, so much more than what right. we don't have. Yeah, because I do practice gratitude I mean, daily and I practice mindfulness and manifesting and all this stuff. And mm-hmm. it's just another way of kind of spinning it. So it's mm-hmm. not the same thing every single day. Yeah. It was a nice reminder. Did I answer your question, Liz? I feel like, yeah. Okay. I think you I feel did. Like we, got, we all got onto like a little tangent. That's welcome to Wine and Shine. Yeah. yeah. I just wanted to make sure I answered. Welcome to Wine and Shine, the land of Nina and Liz going off on tangents. I also, but loving it. But because it always it. brings us to such great places. Yeah. It really does. 
I, and also in all of this, I, I think that like, I know that I can get hard on myself because you always compare yourself to somebody doing something better mm-hmm. than you are. Mm-hmm. But but sometimes you have to think like, what are, what are the cool things that you're doing that they're probably looking at yeah. you about? I did try uh-huh. that exercise before and I was like, I probably seem pretty cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, I'm just even thinking like Liz right now, you might be like, oh, I'm not doing whatever. But somebody's over here being like, dude, girl, girl has a podcast. Girl's mm-hmm. rocking her yeah, like, full time. She's like, step back and look. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. if I describe myself to someone else, I'd be like, she's pretty legit. <laughs> like she's not a human bum. <laughs> yeah. She's doing great things in this world. Write like, write your bio. Yeah. You know, and then like read it back to yourself, but write it like in third person. Like how I, we would introduce ourselves thing. on a podcast. I did that the other day and I did it um, because I found that I do a lot of self-identifying with like what I do and not who I am. Mm. So like I'm the first person like, if someone's like, tell me about yourself, I will immediately be like, this is what I do. Because to me, as someone who like did well in school and does well at work, like that's how I, that's who I am is my job, which is a bad place to be. So I recently like wrote a bio of myself, but like refused to let myself use any work terms. Oh my so gosh. I was like, "Look at you doing all of these I amazing examples." You've said two things I'm like obsessed with today. I feel like so many people though would benefit from doing this because yes. I mean, I even do that. You know, can you put these in your Tell me own. about yourself? Like, oh well, I'm a server and I work at yeah. a yoga studio and I have I have a blog. Because I mean, those are still like even though the blog, yeah, it's my creative thing. Those are still things that I do. They're not who I. Am. Mm-hmm. I put things like sometimes I just look at my dog and I love him so hard that I start crying. Oh like God. that's a real part of me. I have to tell you, my sister and I had a drunk moment where that happened. We were watching The Parent Trap when I went home a few years ago and our dog Russia was laying on the ground. And you that moment, cried. yeah, that moment where like the other twin like came back to the ranch and mm-hmm. the nanny was like, she knew when she started crying. My sister and I looked at our dog and we're like, we just love you so much. We'd know you anywhere. Like, I know. I have... So I feel I feel that on a very deep and honest level with you, Liz. So much <laughs> love. movie choice. Side note. Oh, oh, yeah. I feel like I need to rewatch it. It's It's been a while. Drink Eddie Fitz while you watch it. And then cry yeah, with your yeah, dog. Yeah, and then though. cry with your dog. Oh my gosh. I heard it's a thing. I love Jackson <laughs> so much. I tell Cody, I, I think I say it every day. I'm like, how do I love this creature so much? Mm-hmm. If you, I think Zach gets jealous because I think he's <laughs> like, why don't you look at me and oh my god, <laughs> I cry because you love me so you guys, much. One hundred percent. I don't have a husband or a dog. I need to fix this. <laughs> Give me a dog. Dogs. You're <laughs> gonna get one soon, I right? I want one so bad. Yeah, yeah I hope. I don't know when, but I know I will. Before the end of the year. You're going to manifest that. Yes, manifest that. Manifest myself a dog. So I feel like you have all this wonderful life insight. Are you currently doing like life coaching or... The main reason, I've been talking about a business coach and my life coach. So my business Mm -hmm. slash life coach is the same exact person. She actually used to be a life coach. I hired her as my business coach and she kind of reverted back to being my life coach, which Mm. was exactly what I needed. 25,000%. So I started because I was like, I really want to be a positive mindset coach. And I'm not really Mm -hmm. sure how to go about this. I don't really know how to market that or how to like get people excited about that. Um, Can you help me? And she's like, oh my gosh, I love this. Absolutely. Let's do this. And I'm actually, I have one last meeting with her this month and then I'm graduating and I'm very sad, Mm. but I'm really excited too because she has been just a wonderful human being. What's and her name? Me so much. Drop her name. Her, na- her name is Meg and I'll have you guys include her in the show notes perfect. because oh, it's a whole thing. But it's Meg's Coaching is her business name and she is honestly incredible. She's grown so much too over like me creeping on her on Facebook. I started with that, wanted to be this mindset coach and I kind of, kind of like set myself up for that. I really wanted to help other people with kind of what we've been talking about, you know? You're so good at it. <laughs> you are. But I wasn't really sure like how to fit Your it Facebook all posts in. were like inspiration for Aww. my day. I loved them. Like Dang. every day I'd see little stars. Affirmations with Sam. And I was like, oh, this is a great way to begin my morning. Thank you. I'm glad that, that uh, resonated with you. But I knew that I wanted it to be more than just that though. And I wasn't really sure how. 
I kept drifting back to food. And after an uprooted table and kind of getting way too deep into it, I, I was afraid. I was afraid that I was going to get lost in this rabbit hole of just food blogging again. And I didn't want that. I knew I wanted to be more of a lifestyle blog. And I wanted to talk more than just about like what was on my plate. Mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about what was in my mind and what... I was going through. The important things. And yeah. And well, not that food isn't, but it's, it is it right. is really mind, body, spirit. Like, right. Let's talk about all of the things. So I wanted to encompass that too. And I wanted, I really wanted to show people like what you put in your body is a direct correlation to like those thoughts that are occurring in your head. Yes. And they can help those thoughts too. And they can help your mindset and like how positive attracts positive really at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to like figure out this thing to do. And so I threw all of that at her and we're talking and we're going over it. And I realized, okay, I want to work with like women in their 20s and early 30s who are single or married. Potentially, you built your avatar. Yeah, potentially like have kids because those are people who tend to not take care of themselves first mm-hmm. and who tend to like grab something fast and simple fast and easy before making something hey, themselves. That's my people too. That's yeah. who I love to work with too. Yeah. And so I was like, I just felt this connection with these people. And well, because we are those people. Or yeah, we're those people. exactly. Absolutely. And I was like, these are my people. Like yeah. these are one, these are ones that I can be like, I was there. Yep. And now look, mm-hmm. you can be here too. But it just, something was off about it. And so her and I have been talking and finally, like I was reading this book she sent me, which is Rise, Sister, Rise. Oh my God. That book, is Nina. my Bible. I've read it <laughs> for the second time. I'm currently rewriting notes in it. Oh my she, gosh. Best book. She turned me onto that and I flipped one of the pages. I was sitting outside. The sun was up. It was beautiful. I'm sitting outside. and I've had so many moments like that with this book. Yeah. It's like a Bible to me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it, it is a spiritual piece of literature. That yes. is for sure. Well, I'm sitting there and something, and it was not my thought at all, was like, this is what you're going to do. Yep. This right here is what you're going to do. And I really want to say it, but I don't know if I want to say it yet. Mm -hmm. I've already mentioned this to you. You have? Yeah. I know the thing. Yeah. She knows that she doesn't remember. Wait, did you tell me today? (gasps) No, I told you when we caught paper on fire at the full moon. (laughs) Of course, we caught paper on fire (laughs) at the full moon. Yeah. We had a little... Full moon circle oh, with two oh, people oh, and I know a dog. You. Yep, I yeah. know it. And so... But when this is done, someone needs to like... I feel like I should it. just say it. Just say it. Put it so out there. So I decided that the best way for me to reach this group of people that I want to reach mm-hmm. is by creating an intuitive, simple, fun, and slightly sarcastic cookbook. Ooh. And so that's what I'm working on. And you put it out there on one of the... One of the... Uh, podcast sites because you were inquiring about yes. how to self-publish. So I'm looking not self-publish. That's okay. not I self-publish. That. I'm and looking I was like, for a publisher. What is Sam? <laughs> for a publisher. Yeah, I'm almost 30s. I almost wanted to, I basically almost was just like, yay, Sam. But I was like, that's not really helpful. Well, so that's kind of what, what one of the girls on there did. She was like, I don't yeah. know anybody, but go you, girl, go. Yeah. <laughs> and like, you've been recipe testing like a mother yeah. like recently. Yeah. And so, yeah. So I actually decided to quit my whole 30 journey the other day because... Oh, you did? Yes. I'm no longer on Whole30. You were I doing did, it oh, I as an experiment. Whole I did Whole9. Yeah. You yeah. just did it as like a little cleanse, right? You know, I was. I was looking for it to be a cleanse and I really wanted to do it, but I w- it was starting to trigger me a little bit. A little oh. too many negative things on some yeah. food. And I was like, you know what? I really like this and I respect this, but it's not for me. Right. And so... I had falafel today and it was lovely. Good. Yeah. I'm all about the intuitive. We're, we are all about the intuitive eating approach yeah. here on Wine and Shine. Yeah. But I do understand too. I mean, I clearly, I have a 14 day gut reboot. Like mm-hmm. I get when you need to cleanse and mm-hmm. when you need to mm-hmm. give your body balance, but that isn't forever. And mm-hmm. I think Whole30, it also isn't forever. It's for 30 days. Right. But right. if it's not serving you anymore, yeah. well, it's not. Isn't it supposed Whole to be? Whole nine That's supposed to be motto. Forever? No. Oh, it isn't? It no. is supposed to be a 30-day thing? Uh, yeah, it's just a 30-day thing. Oh, I love that so much more then. Yes. Um, it's not supposed to be forever. Yeah. Um, It's supposed to be like once to twice a year, 30-day thing. You know what? Some I people could do actually it three get times on board. a year. I could get on board with that. I just think... Because it's a way when to honor you, your body and cleanse yeah, it if absolutely. you are interested. Absolutely. And if I love, you are interested. I love the story behind it. I mean, yeah. Melissa, the creator, she is fantastic. I love everything that she puts out there. I think she is brilliant and truly does love her body and wants other people to love their bodies too, especially after everything she's gone through. But I also think that she, like, I don't know. I I feel like if her and I were talking and I would tell her why I stopped doing it, she'd be like, yeah, exactly. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't want 
you on it with that kind of mindset. Like that's mm-hmm. not what this is about. Right. So yeah, once you start to feel restricted or you start to yeah. feel it didn't feel good anymore. Right. It felt restrictive actually. I just posted about that on my Instagram. Oh, I'm gonna have to check it yeah. out. Give it a like. But yeah, so heard it here first. I'm in the midst of writing a cookbook. Oh my gosh. So once you, I mean, I'm sure you'll be on the podcast many more times, but (laughs) once the book is, maybe we should do like an in-progress. A launch party. Oh, we'll do it. We're 100% going to do a launch party. We could do one in Akron and Columbus. There we go. We could. I want it to be fun. I have to find friends up here first. I want, you have, I can (laughs) feel them. They're friends. They're coming at you. If you are in Akron, be friends with Liz, please. Please. Call her. Lonely. Text her. Actually, I'm not lonely, but it would be nice to meet new people. Yeah. So. I was like, you're I not lonely. Yeah. You're by yeah. the Metro Parks too, aren't you? Oh, I love hiking. It's my yeah. jam. Walking in a good spot. Thing. You're in a good mm-hmm. spot. Yeah. Okay. So that's, I mean, that's a pretty good way to wrap up this convo. <laughs> We're leaving it. You put at it that out there. I did. Future it's out book. There. It's happening. Cookbook happening. Yes. If you guys, listeners, are local to Columbus, literally come hang with me and Sam. Yeah. Like anytime. Come take yoga. Come take yoga with us. We but, like coffee and we also are intuitive eating people who enjoy a cocktail every now and again. Yeah, 100%. And also <laughs> the two of us, Liz, you are more than welcome to come down to these. Really kind of want to do like a moon ritual hangout. Yeah. If you're Ooh. interested in Columbus and you're listening to this, reach out to us on Instagram. Tell us mm-hmm. if it's something you want us to do because I'm feeling it. Mm-hmm. I'm I like all burning about, paper with you. All about the woo. All about the woo-woo. Yeah, so if you are not local to Columbus, where can people find you? Where yeah. can they keep up, keep tabs with you? It's pretty easy across the board. It is fried eggs and Sam. Not and because I thought it looked like fried egg sand Sam. And fried I hated eggs it. Sam, Sam. Friggin' Sam. Or friggin' Sam yeah. or green eggs and Sam. <laughs> no, I'm fried eggs and Sam.com and at fried eggs and Sam on Insta. Yay. Yay. Thanks for coming and hanging yeah, out. Yeah, this was awesome. Just feels I like I'm so happy to see your faces. Yeah, Liz. Mm-hmm. I need want. to come down for the mood ritual. Yeah, yeah. please. I mean, it's totally chill. It's nothing real right now. We just did it for fun. It's so real. I mean, it's real. I brought wine. Yeah. And we had tarot cards and we had Palo Santo and mm. we had pots burning papers. They're going to be like, and we had pot. Literally yeah. had pot. I mean, nah. it's like quite a party. <laughs> yeah, right. It was quite the party. <laughs> you guys, thank you so much for having me on. This was awesome. And I love seeing your faces. We're so glad to have you. <laughs> Thanks again, Sam, for coming on the podcast today. Of course, if you are local to Columbus, please hit us up. We love friends. Come hang out with us. Come meet us. Do yoga with us. All of those things. And you can, of course, Clearly, find her. They both will be your Instagram friends. Because oh, yeah. that's how they connected. Love meeting friends on Instagram. It's so weird and so wonderful. But yeah, and if you are not local, I mean, be friends with her anyway. Fridays and Sam on Instagram and keep your eye out for that cookbook. It's going to be coming. Yeah. Yeah. And so I guess that's all we have, Liz, for today. Yeah. We'll catch you next week. See ya. See ya.